gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up, watch old bandit run. There we go. There we go. Okay. Just a gremlin. That's what happens. Y'all that have never been here before, it happens. So anyway, but um, it's really hard to string some words together when something is so horrific and parents are suffering. And But, um, you know, my husband and I were looking at that last night, and this guy had been putting pictures up of firearms. And I don't know if you all are know firearms, but... One of the firearms that he took in there was a Daniel Defense uh, AR-15, which is one of the most expensive military-grade weapons. And so this who, kid, who gave who this gave it, who gave this kid that money to get they that said gun? The day that he graduated, well, he didn't graduate, which was what the problem was. But the day he turned eighteen, he went in and bought two long guns. Now, one of them is a Daniel Defense, and it's got my. Um, uh, it ha- it was decked out, and it's a primo military type gun. And on top of it, he had a EOTech red dot uh, accessories that were put on this gun. Now, a Daniel Defense gun, you know, I've said at dinner tables where rich kids were dreaming that one day they'd be able to get a Daniel Defense. What are we okay? talking about? Four, five thousand uh, dollars? Anywhere from two to six. Okay, and I imagine so, it's so, probably the grandmother that he shot that gave him the money. I, I don't know. Well, to go in, and then the other gun was uh, looks like just a standard Ruger AR, maybe with a bumped up stock or a, just a little bit of accessories. But those two guns together with the EOTech package was at least six grand total at the minimum. Yeah, okay? where, where does an 18 year old high school senior get that? I, I want to know where he got Somebody this primo military grade hardware. Who knew that he was a yes. nut job. Yes. Already. Somebody somebody because he was complaining that he wasn't graduating and that he had been bullied i know that there was there's stuff floating around of pictures of him so anyway he he dropped grandmother shot his grandmother titled well something something obviously snapped and then they had been snapping for a long time it's a a society problem they have no respect for authority parents don't discipline kids like they used to Obviously, this kid, it sounds like, uh, you know, we don't know the full details, but grandmother was, was raising him or was living, on, you know, with her. And, I mean, this is a, there's no respect well, anymore. I'm and, not sure. And, I just don't I agree know. with you, Clayton. There, there is no respect. There's no there's respect. Nothing. And people tend to want to do what they want to do. But, but we, yeah. we're missing the mark. I think well, Mexico I, needs to be at build a wall because they only had eight school shootings in Mexico. Canada well, needs to build a wall around Canada. They only had two school shootings in Canada. We had a whopping 288. 
Who's the culprit? We've got too much access to guns. Well, what is with some people about discipline and behavior of kids? But you know, we were talking about some schools here in Murray County, and I know this seems like I'm, I'm stepping back 20 years ago, but we all kind of we all kind of said that you know when you take corporal punishment out of schools, guess what's going to happen? Yeah, Clayton, and, you know, and I, I know that's not that's that's not popular. Clayton, uh, Clayton, what you're, Clayton, but, Clayton, Clayton, what you're doing, what you're doing is projecting your own normal kids onto this nut job, and your kids are nothing like this nut job, and you can't do that projection. That's what a lot of Americans are doing. This guy needed to be in an institution with a permanent psychotic drip in his arm. That's the only thing you can do with people like this. And, well, and but Dell, you know what? You know why the SROs are in Columbia and Murray County? Because when I was on the school board, we had a parent and his son attack the teacher at Santa Fe. Okay, that's why we put SROs in the school. So well, it's not the kids necessarily; it's the parents, it's society, like Clayton said. Did the parent come in with a gun and try to kill the teacher? No, he came in and punched the teacher, called him out the classroom, the and punched did. him in the well, face. The him did. and his son. I mean, that's, you know. Well. Go to go to the next Little League game see what some parent does. Well, but know. I go back. He turned 18. He buys two long rifles. And he also had a pistol on him. Now, in Texas, you cannot buy a pistol legally until you're 21. So where did he get these guns? I'm telling you, a Daniel Defense rifle. At the, at, there's something very this sticky kid was, about this. was obviously a plaintive, psychotic nut job who worried the hell out of his grandmother and his parents, wherever they may have been. And instead of reporting him to authorities, getting the the mental help that he needed, uh, the mental health help that he needed, they tried to indulge him. So there you go. That's well, you know, all the other countries got mental enough. health people too, but they don't have easy access to guns like we do. <clears throat> Every country's got mental health people. Every pr- country's got dysfunctional families. Every country's got all the other stuff that we got, but they don't have the killings, the senseless killings that take place because we have easy access to guns. I'm not a opponent of taking people's guns, but we need to modify the laws that exist. Well, uh, then enforce the laws that exist, Jim. They're not enforcing these. He got a gun under the age of 21, a pistol. So there's a law on the books that was was walked right over. What business in that? Well, then we're going to find out. But I'm telling you, there's laws that exist now. We don't need any extra laws. We need to just enforce the ones we've got. We need All to right, modify well, these laws. They're uh, too too easy to get guns any kind of way you can. All right. Well, like m- moving moving on from, you know, just another useless conversation that always goes the same way, uh, except I think maybe I've at least – been a little stronger on the mental health side of it and uh, you know the, the guy needed killing should have been killed a long time ago uh, you know there there is just human flotsam and jetsam that you know you got a mad dog you need to get rid of it there's something yeah yeah well, and um, you know, there's a lot of parents out there though that have got children that are way out of control and th- they don't know what to do but but this is a situation that Debbie, I, mean, this, I know they, this is and, not and they, this and they is not one of clayton harris's Bill. kids who just you know no, where clayton know, neglected to uh you know to uh 
do the right thing as a dad when he beat up one of his buddies or something. This is not that at all. You can't project your own normal kid onto this. I agree. These are are extreme nut jobs. They've harassed and worried their parents or guardians to the point where, you know, they they don't know what to do and do stupid things like buy them guns, you know, and – it's, I don't believe and, and, that and this woman bought this kid this firearm. A well, Daniel he got Defense the money weapon. somewhere. He, he got, got the money somewhere, which either well, means he I, was, I don't know what he was he doing, but he was complaining that he was poor because he's working at a fast food restaurant, yeah. and he didn't want that for his life, Somebody and he didn't graduate with, exactly. Somebody and I think it's, you know, money. anyway, it's too early for conspiracies, but... We'll just say that the NRA is meeting in Texas on Friday. How about and that? And you got all the politicians flowing that way. Yeah. All right. All, all right. All right. All and in the meantime, you know. Marsha Pres- Blackburn and Haggerty will be the first ones in line. Well, President Biden gets on TV yesterday and says he's sick and tired. Well, hell, we already knew that. And uh, and then and then he, he goes on to, to admit that uh, that that he's – not only responsible for the high price of gas, that he thinks it's a good idea because it's leading us away from fossil fuels and to electric cars, which is what he said in his campaign well, promises. I'm going to eliminate fossil fuels. You eliminate, you start choking back the fossil fuel supply, which he's done as hard as he can, then it starts going up, folks. And, and not only, he's not making a mistake. He said yesterday, this is a good thing. Nine thousand permits to drill. I'm telling you, Jim. I'm going to say this, and everybody better listen. We are out of diesel fuel. Your food gets delivered by diesel. It was 58 million supposed to be in stockpiles. Are gone. It went to 18. It went to 10. That what is coming out now about diesel, which is mixed with an additive, which is a fertilizer, that now the trains are not delivering and Russia is not exporting to us. We are about to be in a pickle. So somebody better go to the grocery store yeah, today. And Biden once again canceled all federal oil leases a week and a half ago. So. That's just, yeah. that's yep. garbage. I mean, that's yep. a big this is lie. instigated. This that's is purposeful. Big a, this is big lies, Russia. Uh, all right, Stuart Park. <laughs> right wingers. How much long before break, Mike? Surrounded by right wingers. No, right we're right. Listen, we're right minded. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a difference. All right. Stuart Parks, we're going to talk to you more back on the other side. But now, what do you? What do you? What? What would be as a U.S. Congressperson? Uh, what would be your position toward uh, drilling oil and gas production in the United States? Well, we have got to become energy independent. I believe we have so much resources here. We can be the energy supplier of the world and compete with the Middle East and Russia. So we got to keep drilling. You heard the phrase drill, drill, drill. We've got to keep drilling. The gas prices is so out of control. It's driving up inflation and all this other mess. And so uh, you said it earlier. I believe it. This is all intentional. You saw, you know, with the Russian-Ukraine conflict, they wanted to punish Russia. So they were, you know, cutting off the supply line, the pipeline to Russia. Well, they did that to the Keystone Pipeline here in the United States. So all this is intentional. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the Keystone is still operating. um. Oh, (laughs) Russia did it. Okay. Stuart Parks, uh, candidate for the Republican nomination for U.S. Congress 5th District. Let's take a break. We'll come back and talk to him more. Mm-hmm. 
Buicks of today are among the most dependable and luxurious vehicles in America, and Parks Motor Sales has them all. Find excellent deals on the Buick LaCrosse, Cascada, and Regal. Parks has SUVs, the Encore, Enclave, and Envision. Their exceptional staff can help you find your best fit with financing for your budget. For a vehicle that has everything, experience the new Buick. For a dealer that has everything, experience Parks Motor Sales. Visit 919 Nashville Highway or Parks Motor Sales. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Our company, The Garbage Man Incorporated, has been advertising on WKOM and WKRM for years now, and as a result, our company has really grown. Now we're looking for young, healthy, hardworking people to grow with us. We are in need of drivers and helpers. We pay serious money. So if you like outside work and want to work for a great local company, call me at 931-540-0919 and let's talk. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Most chronic back problems are caused by compression from the disc becoming thinner and bulging as we get older. All we have to do is treat the disc by gently decompressing the spine. You may not have to rely on dangerous drugs, risky injections, and often unnecessary surgeries. If you are experiencing neck, back, hip, or leg pain, it's likely we can help you. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. We're going to do what they say can't be done. We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up. Watch on Bandit Run.
Welcome back in. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three, Delta Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? Doing well, Delta. <laughs> All right, you're sort of breaking up there, but uh, he's in the swimming I, I, I take it you're with us. Dude number <laughs> dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you doing, man? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. All right, regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews, how are you? I'm so good. Good morning. Glad to be here. All right, we've got a, you know, it's that season, and we are delighted to have a couple of candidates here with us. But right now, uh, and, and we're going to talk to both, but right now we're talking to uh, Stuart Parks, candidate for U.S. Congress, 5th District. He's seeking the Republican nomination uh, to run in the fall against uh, the Democratic nominee, if whoever that may whoever. be. We don't that, know yet. Uh, oh, well, the lady from Nashville. Okay, uh, is she the only one on She's the side? only one in it. Can't remember her name. Heidi Campbell. Heidi Campbell. Heidi Campbell, yep. All right, Stuart Parks, tell us who you uh, First of all, let's start off. Tell us who you are, where you grew up, what you do. Tell us who Stuart Parks is. Yes, sir. Well, I'm uh, so honored to be here. So my name is Stuart Parks. I'm a Tennessee Christian conservative, born and raised in Nashville. Um, since we're here in Columbia, I love Columbia. Uh, my great-great-grandfather from here grew up on uh, off of Kedron Road. And then his son, my great-grandfather, uh, was actually, at the time, the, uh, the newspapers say he was the tallest soldier in World War One. He, from Spring Hill, uh, best friend with Alvin C. York. And so, you know, I say I say love Columbia. I've done some real, I own several real estate companies. I'm a licensed principal broker, and uh, I saved a uh, historic property um, once owned and lived in by a man by the name of Nathan Bott. Now, people in Columbia love when I bring up that name because he's known as the master builder. That's right. Yes. Of, uh, and he's also a Confederate patriot. So, um, you know, lo- I love history. A lot of uh, talk about he, uh, the, the property I saved had, um, was a Confederate headquarter for the Battle of uh, Spring Hill, Franklin. So, um, just a, I love history. So, very honored to save that property. Um, and like I said, I'm just uh, glad to be here. Murray County's a great place. Now, and, how, how tall do you have to be to be the tallest man in World War One? Well, I, I need to know what that number is. Great question. So I was doing research because one, this is a no lie zone. I don't tell lies. So growing up, you know, I've always been introduced to articles um, that were written at the time that said he was the tallest soldier in World War One. And there's different discrepancies there was some talk about he was like 7.3 and then he you know was telling people he was like seven foot tall but what's crazy is because you're i'm six foot and you're wondering why aren't you seven foot tall well he married like a five um i think 5.3 or 5.5 wife so he's kind of yeah it averaged out yes ma'am so um there's another guy that's contesting you know the you know, uh, there was another guy I think it's like 7.2 so it was kind of a debate who was the tallest soldier Who's in World War I well mm-hmm. I'm glad that you're here Stuart we have all, right. all our now, Republican yeah, Stuart where do you in? live presently uh, well I live in uh, downtown Nashville do you live in the district so I live it's funny I'm glad you brought that up so I own several properties in uh, District 5 and so um, Nashville has been uh, split up three different ways and so I live on the District 5 line between District 5 and District 7. Okay. And, yes sir. Yeah, well, I know I know a part of Davidson County is Absolutely, is, uh, that's yes, in sir. there. So, so you're actually just right on the line. Yes sir. Well I personally want to say that I'm so thrilled that Stuart's here today and something that he doesn't share a bunch but he has a hearing problem and so for him to be on the radio with headphones on uh, is like a champion of courage oh that is so good oh, and you. so and he's got on a great tie but anyway what do you so how did you decide to what where'd you go to undergraduate school 
Did you uh, graduate from college? Uh, yes, ma'am. So, um, kind of tell you a little bit about my background because I've talked about this several times, and it, um, you know, has a lot to do with my views on education. So, I was uh, raised, homeschooled up from like you know beginning uh, kindergarten to fourth grade uh, by um, Christian edu- homeschool education curriculum. Then went to Ezell Harding, graduated. You know, we've come down here and played Mount Zion Christian Academy, great school. Um, then I went to Volunteer State, graduated as associate, then uh, transferred to Ole Miss and got my economics degree there. Awesome economics. All right, now, as as a a candidate, a Republican candidate for U.S. Congress, um, just tell us what you what 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 would you like to accomplish for the fifth district of Tennessee as a U.S. Congressperson? Yes, sir. So I'm the only candidate in this race that has not referred to Joe Biden as the president. I do not recognize the Joe Biden administration. We saw what happened in January 6th with the, uh, and then even before that with the election fraud. You saw what happened in Georgia, Arizona, Wisconsin, uh, Michigan, Pennsylvania, all the fraudulent ballots. We just, we, I don't even know if they still completed the um, the primary vote count with uh, Dr. Oz and McCormick. So, you know, we see our, our election integrity is a mess. So uh, I already have articles of impeachment typed up to introduce to have Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and Pete. So that's the first, you know, top priorities getting them out of office they're not the president second um and this is a top priority for me we got to end abortion forever ever since 1973 roe versus wade came out been horrible almost 65 million babies have died in the united states so we've got to end abortion forever i want to uh, banned on a federal level and my viewpoint is that we got to end it around the world but we got to get it here in the united states first because we can't you know do it in the united states we have no chance of you know ending around the world so those are top issues education is a very top priority you know all this mess that's going on in our you know they're wanting to enter introduce transgenderism in our kids at a very young age so my mom ran a daycare business so i'm you know well familiar with like child development and so forth and you know the left the communist left they're very outspoken and they're not hiding their view they believe you raise a child in communism from the age they're born to five years old they'll be communist the rest of their life so these early years of child development are very very important and you see what the left doing you know they're sexualizing their children changing their generation I, I'm, I'm already calling it now you change a child's gender you know at a very young age and don't know you know what what their biological gender they'll be transgender the rest of their life they'll be absolutely clueless so we've got to stop this transgenderism and left-wing radicalization in our school i can keep going but uh, (laughs) it's so funny that a lot of these women won't let their kids have dairy touch their mouth or gluten but they'll give them hormone shots yes and it's a funny thing we're living through right now yes it's really a funny thing yes ma'am so um so how many your brokerage what's the name of your real estate brokerage so um i'm the principal broker which basically means um you know the brokerage uh you know the top broker if you will of uh, ibs llc international brokerage services and so uh, we specialize a lot with like private money investment and uh, so i love I was just uh, sharing uh, with Mr. Brooks earlier. I love uh, restoring uh, old historic homes. And so, like, with the Nathan Vaught property here in Columbia, very proud. Um, look, a lot of work, great people, a lot of history, you know, wonderful history with that property. And then I'm finishing up a real estate development uh, in Cornersville, which is in my district. And so I've got to know the know the wonderful people in Marshall County, great people. They so, are. They're mm-hmm. fantastic. And Cornersville is so beautiful. Yes, ma'am. So what was the historic property that you just saved that was... The one where was that? So, um, if if you're familiar with Cornersville, no, uh, no, no, the uh, one before that. The, oh, so the vault property. Yes, ma'am. So, um, there's an interesting file, and I invite people to go to the um, uh, Murray County 
Archives? Uh, archives office. Mm-hmm. I think it used to be a former jail, but I've been mm-hmm. in there. It, 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 <laughs> the, fi- the file was so thick, it almost took me like two days to come through it. Just a lot of fascinating people like uh, General William Arnold. I, we don't know if there was a log cabin. He lived there or if he just owned the land. Yeah. But he was like, I think I think a famous uh, War of 1812. But what was the address? Um, it's uh, 108 West 17th Street. In Columbia. Uh, yes, ma'am. That's awesome. Yeah, and I bought it from a wonderful family. The family I bought it from, uh, they're well, I, I, I'd say they're well-known or well-liked here in Columbia. And I think they owned it the longest. They owned it three generations because before them, <laughs> it, it was so big. I, it, a lot of people just owned it for like five years and sold it. So I had to follow the chain of title. But, um, you know, the people I bought it from owned it for three generations and uh, very proud to awesome. buy it from Awesome. Well, we uh, know that there's a crowded field in the Congressional Five. There's nine candidates. Yes, ma'am. And, of course, Murray County is hosting the Reagan Day Dinner and Debate on June 27th. Mm -hmm. It is going to be the greatest epic political event in 20 years in Middle Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And uh, we know that you're going to be there for the debate and the dinner. Mm -hmm. And uh, WKOM. And WTN 99.7, they are co-hosting the event, and we have two moderators. It's going to be great, Delk. I'm excited about that, aren't you? I am excited about that, (laughs) and we'll talk more about it. We will. Uh, Stuart, I'm told you were at the Capitol on January 6th. I was peacefully present. There you go. Well... We have a lot of opinions about that because it was a day, wasn't it? We'll talk about it if we want to. No, I have nothing that's... to hide. <laughs> yes. So you went up with friends or just by yourself? or I was peacefully present to uh, hear the president speak, and sadly... Um, due to you know the crowd, uh, and nobody's talking about this. Even Donald, Trump, president, current president Donald Trump <laughs> talked about it. Um, I mean, the crowds were just absolutely phenomenal. I, I love history. I've looked at a lot of you know outstanding or you know historical events that took place in Washington D.C. And these crowds that were there on January 6th were just you know phenomenal out you know out populated any other event I've ever seen or heard of in Washington D.C. So um, I went with a, a good friend of mine from high school. It's awesome. There you I go. Know, there's a lot of people that said, you know, that I said, I want to go January 6th. My husband said, no, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> He's like, nope, nope, too no, crazy. I, I would go to Washington for any reason. I know, me I either. Mean, it's just get cooties from being there. Well, so uh, the primary season is August. Yes, ma'am. Okay, August. Is it, what's the date in August? Is it third? Uh, to my knowledge, it's August 4th. August 4th. And so you're up against uh, nine candidates. And so we hope that you run great. The Republican Party here wants to make sure that you get everything that you need. Mm -hmm. And after this radio show, we're going to take you down to Puckett's. You're going to have some breakfast. And anybody wants to come down to meet Stuart Parks, Mm -hmm. that is a congressional candidate, come on down and uh, introduce you to him. And he can meet some folks while he's there. There you go. Now, Mr. York, Clayton, y'all got questions? No, I don't have any. Clayton, surely you got some. (laughs) Miss York, I've never uh, seen you not have one. I, that's a first. Well, well, you know, I I like to speak with credibility. I talk about credible things, and and uh, you know, I'll just keep my questions to myself. Good. <laughs> All so, right. Okay. There we go. That's first, folks. How much time do we have before a break? We we got a couple three minutes. Clayton, what do you got? Uh, Mr. Parks, what 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 if you were to get elected? What's top of your list priority when, when you get to Washington. Uh, so forgive me, I want to make sure I answer your question 100%. So um, and it's a little muzzled on my headphones. So you said if I'm elected, what now? What's your well, top, what's your top priority? priority top when priority. You get to Washington? 
well, we've got to end abortion forever. And I'm talking about, you know, no loopholes such as, you know, the life of the mother and so forth. And I'm not being heartless because there's, I know I've grew up in Christian churches. There are so many organizations that, you know, like Mercy Ministries and all these in Nashville that would be, there's people lined up that, you know, if you don't want to have your, if mother doesn't want to have their baby, there's plenty of wonderful organizations lined up that will gladly, you know, give you the support and the compassion you need to see the child through birth. And then, you know, if you want to get a, give the baby up for adoption, you know, that's, that's wonderful. A lot of wonderful parents will take it. So, Abortion is a top priority for me. We've got to end it forever, and I want it banned on a federal level because you saw what happened with the Supreme Court leak. With 19, um, you know, they're talking about the justices wanting to, um, you know, repeal uh, 1973 uh, Roe versus Wade, uh, which will give the decision back to the state. Well, this is going to open up a lot of abortion uh, sanctuary states. You know, Georgia, California, all these far left uh, ran states. They're already talking about, now, you know, wanting uh, to preserve. Now, Stuart, I am going to I'm going to inter- interrupt you. I am the chair of the Republican Party, so yes, I want to ask you a really tough question because right, right I think this is really important. Yes, ma'am. Abortion, mm-hmm. I have my opinions about it. Yes, ma'am. And I am pro-life. Yes, ma'am. But right now, the majority of Americans are not running out and getting an abortion every day. That's correct. The majority of Americans are going to the gas pump. Yes. The majority of Americans are dealing with people at the border. Mm-hmm. The majority of Americans are dealing with $40 billion the last time it went to the Ukraine, mm-hmm. whereas probably schools are not getting SROs that they need because there's not enough funding mm-hmm. flowing from the states down to education to get that covered. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I want you to tell me, what are you going to do about fuel prices? What are you going to do about inflation? That's, yeah. to me, the most important thing. That's, and, then I'm, and I'm glad you asked that. So as far as the uh, fuel prices, again, like we talked on earlier, we've got to go back to being energy independent. We can't rely on these dictators. All this stuff we're seeing, it's all intentional. Like Joe Biden and them want to make communism and socialism a viable option. So, you know, I've talked about this, you know, the four stages where it's like demoralization, destabilization, crisis. Right now we're in crisis mode because we're just coming off with the uh, COVID-19 virus that was intentionally created in the Wuhan lab. So to answer your question, we've got to get the Keystone pipeline finished. We've got to drill here, become energy independent. We can become an energy supplier of the whole world. We got so much resources here, um, you know, to be able to um, have, you know, for people to go to the pumps and have, you know, cheaper gas than what we're having. It's just extremely high. And so as far as the inflation, like you said, we got to stop, uh, you know, I, I would not, if that, um, bill had been you know brought to me i would have voted no we're not sending we will not send a dime to ukraine's government uh once you elect me in november I, we just can't do that we need the resources here like you said for the uh for the uh, officers Stuart, uh, would, it, would it be fair let me let me just ask a question to put things in perspective yes sir uh you know and what what'd you say debbie we now got how many Republican candidates for U.S. There's Congress. Nine. nine of them right now. Nine. That looks like it's, it's a pretty stable field right now. I think it's a stable field yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. So you got nine of them, and on the continuum of left to right, would it be fair to characterize you as probably on the right side of the field? Uh, yes, sir. Okay. 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 And that's not a criticism. No. I'm just, oh, yes, just, sir. Just, no, it's fair game. I'm not afraid of any question. Y'all can no, literally well, I mean, ask I, away. I, I'm not I just just trying to let people know that it, uh, among conservatives, you, you consider yourself to be... Uh, very conservative. Extremely conservative. Yes, sir. And, and are proud of it. And God bless you for that. Now, keep in mind, there's been billions of people on this earth, and the our country's gone back so far right. People are saying that I'm far right. I consider myself center, 
but our country's gone back so go gone so far left. People, you know, almost have to have binoculars to see my views come so far. They view me as far right. I'm not. It wasn't that long ago that all the stuff I've said have been, you know, considered center or right wing, whatever you want to call it. Well, Our country's gone by, gone so far left. It's so bad. I've seen it. I graduated from Mississippi. Mississippi, and I talk about this. You hear Robbie, and I like Robbie Starbuck. I met him. You hear what he's talking about. Robbie Starbuck talking about, you know, growing up in Cuba and California and left wing, um, you know, environments and governments. Well, I grew up different. I did not leave the Mason Dixon line. I grew up Southern Bible. Belt, and I'm seeing this left-wing mess. I even saw, saw it in Mississippi. Mississippi don't even have the same state flag they've had since 1894 because the left has, you know, uh, you know, the people have bought into lies of the left. And so I've seen like Confederate uh, statues, and our history's moving. You saw, uh, you know, we've seen like we've seen here, um, we've seen here in Tennessee, like the bust and uh, uh, you know the Confederate monuments and everything. We need the history. You know, people that don't know their identity, they have no destiny. So I'm very passionate on this stuff, and uh, and. I and to be fair, Tress Whittem, I love him. Great guy. I've met him several times. I'm running against him. He made mention, I didn't even know this, but are y'all aware that University of Tennessee at Chattanooga bowed and changed their nickname? They used to be known as the Mockers, and now they go with the Mock because they don't want to be offensive. And I think that's a disgrace. We can't be doing that. I mean, how far, how, how much far are we going to take this? So that that's just, you know, something well, I'm real passionate about. A, there you go, folks. Let's yes. take a break. Okay, I'm right. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so we're good. But we're, we're going to come back and talk with Lee Brooks, who's candidate for judge in the uh, 22nd Judicial District. Thank you, Stuart. Yeah, thank you. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. It's time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people. The place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship. Beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia and Lewisburg. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and Terry, registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. High school sports don't just happen. There's a ton of work that goes into every single athletic event. And we have our school's athletic director to thank for a lot of it. Thank you. For scheduling officials so I can always play the game I love. For ordering quality athletic equipment so I can stay safe on the field. For mentoring my coaches so they can be the best role models for me. For coordinating transportation so I can get focused for the big game. For helping us develop character 
and learn lessons that will benefit us for the rest of our lives. Thank you to our AD for always creating a positive experience for us. We'll never forget it. From all of us at the NIAAA, thank you to every athletic administrator in Tennessee for all you do to enrich the lives of your students. It does not go unnoticed. This message presented by the NIAAA, the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hot summer weather is approaching. Nobody wants their HVAC to break down in the extreme heat. That's why Hiller is offering a free service call with any repair to help keep you cool all summer long. And this month, we're offering special zero-interest financing for up to 60 months on select new HVAC systems. Stay cool all summer. Visit HappyHiller.com today for details. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go, and a short time to get there. I'm he's bound up, watch on bandit run. Okay, welcome back. Three dudes with a view. We are rolling into Wednesday, folks. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three, dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Clayton. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How you doing, man? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right. Now the candidates are about us, and we are all about the candidates because uh, we one we view. Well, do you know? Do you know? I oh, think you're the and reg- oh. regular special guest to Debbie Matthews. Oh yeah, that that's me. This voice. There you um, go. <laughs> did you know that I'm finding out that WKOM is the only radio station that has had all candidates either on or scheduled to come on. And that is a beautiful thing. Okay. Well, that's, I think that's our job here. I mean, that's, uh, if people are on the ballot, everybody should get a chance to get to know where they stand. And we've got a lot of candidates and it's hard for people to keep them sorted. Hard for me to keep them sorted. Me too. And, uh, and we're in it every day, Dale. But, Can you imagine just being the regular public? But, uh, a lot of people want to make an informed decision as to how they're going to vote. And so that's one of our jobs here is to try to help people do that. And um, and, and we try our best to do it in, in an unfiltered way. Sometimes we stray off that reservation a little bit. but uh, we, we, And, Dale, I'm sure you would agree that Every candidate running for the congressional fifth is invited on our show. Absolutely, anytime they want. Absolutely, uh, to come on. That, that, that goes from you know people in Franklin, Nashville, I mean, that, to that goes, even our county mayor. Well, know. I mean that goes for not only. I mean, we you know, I mean, from school board to commission to U.S. Right. Congress and everything in between. We've had we, them all. We on. want to get them all on. And you know, I was with somebody yesterday that said they picked you all up, WKOM in Wilson County. So that's a good on a, thing. On a good day, it may reach. The, on you a know, good you day. May, you may get there. Um, when you get out of downtown Nashville, the signal picks back up a little stronger. So, yes, it's yeah. it's not competing. 
There you go. All well, right. There's, there's a guy over here that's being really quiet. I think he, <laughs> that's supposed to talk with us next, right? Right. First of all, I just want to, uh, folks, we just had Stuart Parks, and he's candidate for U.S. Congress, Republican nomination, U.S. Congress. Stuart Parks, glad, glad to have you. Thank you all. It's an honor to be here. Glad to have you. All right, let's talk with Lee Brooks. Uh, Lee is a candidate for circuit court judge in the 22nd Judicial District. Now, folks, that includes Murray County, Giles County, Lawrence County, and Wayne County. Now, as uh, as a, at a minimum, uh, to be qualified to uh, run for circuit court judge, you've got to live in the district, and you've got to be a lawyer. So, Lee, where do you live, and what do you do? Well, I was born here in Murray County. I was raised here. I graduated from Columbia Central. Uh, right out of high school, I served four years in the United States Marine Corps on active duty. I uh, came home from that and served 14 years as a law enforcement officer right here in Columbia with the Columbia Police Department and just up the road with Spring Hill. I was a state trooper for a couple of years in Florida. Uh, we moved back home. And during that 14 years, I, I earned a degree from Columbia State. I earned a degree from MTSU in science with an emphasis in chemistry and physics. Um, after 14 years in law enforcement, I started teaching full-time out at Zion Christian Academy. And during that time, I went to law school at night at the National School of Law. I coached baseball and football while I was there. And uh, once I got my law license, then I, I had my own law firm for a while. Um, I was an assistant public defender, and I currently serve as an assistant district attorney over in Marshall County in the 17th Judicial District. Uh, during that, during my law practice years, I earned a Master of Science in Health Law and Policy from Samford University. All right. As well, my daddy says, you got more degrees than you got Fahrenheit. Well, <laughs> probably more than I need is the problem. There you go. And so you're, you're currently as assistant district attorney over in Lewisburg, correct? Yes. There you go. All right, Lee, what brought you to, to – now, let's let's clarify this. There are four – there are actually circuit chancery – circuit slash chancery court judgeships. Now, folks, this varies all across the state. Uh, different districts, different counties, just depending on what the Tennessee legislature has done in the creation of the court system over the years, have different, you know – ways that things work the judgeships may be different and the territory they cover may you know but at least here in the 22nd district we've got four circuit slash chancellor chancellor judgeships and they're based that really is sort they're they're judges and they are the judges who and and waited to tell you what kind of as opposed to a juvenile judge or a general sessions judge or whatever they are the only judges that are empowered to seat a jury so if you've ever been called to jury duty uh the judge that you saw there was a circuit court judge no other judges in the state of Tennessee uh, can convene a jury for a jury trial. So it is a very important aspect of our system, both in criminal law and civil law, where circuit court judges are the court of record, which afford the litigants a, a jury trial. And I think that's, uh, Lee, have you got a better way to explain what a circuit court judge is? 
No, that, that's pretty much it. Now, I, I can draw a distinction between the 22nd where I live and the 17th where I work. Uh, in the 17th, we have two circuit court judges and a chancellor. Yeah. Um, so that's exactly the description you were given that here our circuit court judges are both. They are both, and they cover all four counties. And so yeah, the, the legislature just it, it can set up different schemes. And you know, I practice in Memphis, which had several had separate criminal court judges and i mean but here it's a unified system the four judges act as both chancellors and as circuit court judges they both uh either a chancellor or a circuit judge can convene a jury uh and there's really i I, i'm not going to take the time to explain the difference between a chancellor and a circuit court judge because here in this circuit they're the same thing, and as a practical matter, it's just down in the weeds. These guys, you know, men and women who are circuit court judges and chancellors, chancery now is almost always going to be a civil dispute of some type, but they can convene a jury, they can hear it be a court of record to hear these cases, and here in this part of the country, in our district, we, the, the people of Murray, uh, Giles, Wayne, and Lawrence counties elect four chancellors, and it, it's it's and these judges are up every eight years, uh, Lee and uh, and and you run for we've got part one, part two, part three, and part four four judges. So you run for a particular part. Which which part are you running in, Lee? I'm running in part three. Okay, and you're taking on an incumbent, Chris Sockwell, who has been nominated by the Republican Party of. Uh, Murray County to be a Republican candidate for uh, judge. Now, Lee, do you do you uh, espouse a party affiliation, or do you, uh, or, for, are you, you, or do you not? Yeah, I mean, I, for for anything, other there's no than, wrong answer here, though. Sure, <laughs> for anything other than judges, um, I my voting history is solid Republican. I'll put my Republican credentials up against anybody, including my opponent or any other candidate in these races. Okay. Um, But I don't believe judges should be Republicans or Democrats. They (laughs) should just be judges. How many of us are tired of hearing about Obama judges or Bush judges or Trump judges? How about just judges who read the law and apply it? Well, that was the problem, though, Lee, is that judges started applying an agenda and we couldn't identify who was what. And so that's the reason the Republicans this year said we're going to do a judicial convention. Wish you had a, come in, maybe, and participated well, well, in that. With, with, with all due up. respect, yeah, I, think I mean, does anybody really position. believe that this Republican Party, and, and my party, this Republican Party is going to tell an incumbent judge who was appointed by a Republican governor that he's out in a caucus? Well, I no, don't think you, anybody's going to believe that. Well, Debbie, let's let's not get off. Well, no, we won't. I mean, but uh, Lee, I, I, Lee, Lee says that he wants to that that he wants to that he's you know he's in, his, in his personal life he's been a Republican. a Republican, but when he comes to the view of a of a judgeship, he doesn't think it's Republican or Democrat, right. and um, and that that's that's a position. I mean, there, he's not alone in that. No, position. he's not. And you know, and incumbents all. are hard to beat anyway, wherever sure. they are. Yeah. So he's whether now, it's on the now, ballot or now, not. I mean, he's not. I mean, he may he may even be in the majority. There's, there's it a, could there, be. That, history. That's, that's a debate that rages about history. In this rages. Rages. That's a continuing debate that 
that people have about judgeships. You know? Right. If you look at the history of this district, 2006, then these are easily searchable on the Secretary of State's website. In 2006, every single judicial candidate was an independent. In 2014, every single judicial candidate, with exception of one Republican challenger, was an independent. This is a recent phenomenon that everybody wants to stick a letter behind their name when they're running for judge, yeah. whether it's Republican and, and or Democrat. That's that's been a long debate with it a lot of been. merit on both sides as to whether you you know judgeships should be viewed mm-hmm. through a partisan lens or whether they should not. And uh, there's a lot of merit on both sides of that debate, and and, and that jury is still far from in. But we, are, Lee, we've shortchanged yeah. a little bit, I think. Tell tell me why. Let's let's get on to why you. Why did you? Why are you running for judge? What 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 makes you want to be a circuit court judge? What what can you tell people that is the outlook you bring to this job? I, I've been in public service my entire life. This is I want to have the opportunity to serve at the next level. I think my experience matters. Um, I'm the only candidate who has tried jury trials as both a defense attorney and a prosecutor. I'm the only candidate that can say they testified as a law enforcement officer in a jury trial. Um, I believe all of that experience all around the courtroom would make me the best candidate to be the judge. And I think it's time for the voters to decide. There you go. And and I can tell, you know, people say he's worked as a defense lawyer, he's worked as a prosecutor. Well, folks, a judge's job is to give a fair trial to both of those sides. And, uh, Lee, I think you recognize that. I do. I do. That's my and, goal. And, and that's commendable, uh, Lee, uh, to be able to give, sit on the bench and have an impar- uh, impartial position rather than sit on a bench when people know that you have a partial uh, egg to crack. So, you know, your credentials speak for itself. You've served on the, on the front lines of law enforcement. You've taught about it. And even though you're a Republican and I'm a Democrat, it still gives a, a wide range of, of views to someone who says, I go to the bench as an independent and not as a Democrat or a Republican. And that's uh, a levying the judicial process for whoever may come before you in, in, a, in a system of fairness. What I have found, and, and Lee, it's been nice to meet you. This morning, well. I hope I get Please, to. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank but, you. Um, Stuart but, Parker, it's yeah, a pleasure to have yeah. you. Oh, it's an honor to be here. Thank you all. We just wanted to get to where judges are not looked at and people's eyes crossed going, I don't know any of these guys. I'm just going to push a button because there's no identifying factor on a ballot well, anymore. that's why they got to do their homework. Yep. Exactly. Well, there we go. Good all luck right. with that, guys. We've seen how that works. Yeah, I mean, this that debate will rage on. Absolutely. And, uh, and judges are, are just a little different from other political offices. Uh, once again, though, Stuart Parker, candidate for U.S. Congress, Republican candidate, uh, come back. All right? Thank you all. Yes, I'd be honored to come back. And Lee Brooks, candidate for Circuit Court Judge here in the 22nd Judicial District. Uh, Lee, do come back. It's going to be a long, hot summer. It is. I'd love to come back. All right, man. Political season always has the hottest temperatures ever, <laughs> I tell you. Good luck on the trail, both of y'all. Oh, thank, thank you. you. We're out of here. See you tomorrow. Have a great day, folks. Thank you.